This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. It That's has right. been it's it's been a minute. We we have such a unique, odd schedule during this wild time. It's we've got to do this when when the stars align. How are you doing? I'm I'm great. How how are you doing? Good, good. And I cut you off. Sorry, you were going to say something. I'm going totally off script here. I was. I was about to say, that's right, this is the podcast where we spill the tea. The tea, of course, being the truth, or our versions of it, each and every almost week. And this week is no different. We have some V important tea to spill this week. Yes. We're living in 2020 (laughs) is... I'm not quite sure. Like, I've, I've seen these posts now about these murder hornets, and I was like, is this the end of the world? Like, is this going to end everything? Maybe. It's just, it's there's so much going on. Um, and, it, yeah, it's just so, so, so crazy. Yes. Can I put yes. the kettle on, Jess? Please immediately put the kettle on. Immediately, if not sooner. Yes. I swear. Because, yeah, yeah, this is, I I just want everyone to find a comfortable seat because Mm -hmm. we have something really important to talk about today. And I feel like we've always talked about racial justice in a way, Mm -hmm. like injustice Mm -hmm. for any marginalized person. Yeah. But it's especially important right now, given mm-hmm. everything that's happening south of the border. So for those who are unaware, Chris and I are in Canada. We're in Ontario. I'm in Toronto. Chris is in Ottawa. Yeah. And right now, May 31st, 2020, there is a there are mass there are protests happening around the entire world at this point mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. support of the Black Lives Matter movement. So in case you've been living under a rock or for some reason not checking your phone in quarantine, which is kind of hard to believe, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like the only thing I do constantly <laughs> um, in quarantine. But for those who are unaware, I would have to say, was it like a month ago, um, Ahmed Armory, or excuse me, Arbery was uh, killed by... Well, they must be white supremacists, white men in in the southern United States. And then earlier this week, George Floyd was killed by police officers, another black man. Was murdered, yeah. And was murdered by police officers in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, and I'm kind of wondering why, and, and I don't mean for this to sound insensitive, but why now? Because... We see this constantly in the mm-hmm, media. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not seeing this constantly, you're not paying attention, or yeah, yeah. you're an extreme right wing idiot. Anyways, yeah. um, and I've just been thinking about. I think it's a combination of. I certainly think the pandemic has played a role in this, in that black people are likely to 
are a lot more likely to die from like, contract and die from the virus than yes. white people are in the states, and that's mainly I think because they they make up a lot more of the lower income neighborhoods and hold a lot of the lower income jobs where they still need to go into work. They're still considered like essential workers or whatnot, or can't afford to not work. Well, and that's that, like and, the and just like lack of access to healthcare. Just, and the lack exactly several things. Yeah, it's like the racial pandemic, and mm-hmm. then the the actual like the viral pandemic, yes. <laughs> coronavirus. So I think that the the onset of COVID nineteen and all of the implications for the Black community, especially in the United States has really just these statistics don't lie, you know? And I think that when this happened with George Floyd, especially after what happened a few weeks ago with that young man who went out for a jog and then was shot in the bright of day, like, um, I think people are just, pardon my language, fucking fed up, like fed up. And I just think that it's like enough is enough and nobody and a lot of people just don't have anything else going on right now. And I think it's just created this like perfect storm of like, when is this going to end? Like it's been going on for literally centuries, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. centuries. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And so now we're seeing these mass protests Mm -hmm. across the globe. There was one in Toronto yesterday, mm-hmm. despite the coronavirus mm-hmm. and and the safety implications of the coronavirus. And I'm like, I get it. I literally, if I had a way to get to the protest yesterday, I would have gone as long as I maintained social distance from people, which I saw some videos of friends that had gone and people looked really spaced out and it was a peaceful protest um and well and i, I think I'm i like, want to ugh. just go dive into that a little bit more because um i think what people are seeing if you if you watch the news if you follow cnn and uh msnbc fox if you follow any mainstream news on on social media you're, you're seeing just the the violence so mm-hmm. many of these protests most of these protests are are, are peaceful and the people that are you know stirring shit up are in many cases the, the police or people that are are there just to to, to cause havoc that aren't part of uh mm-hmm. the, these peaceful demonstrations it's mm-hmm. it's really upsetting so sorry mm-hmm. continue it is upsetting but in a way i'm like this is totally justified and of if course. anybody knew anything about history you would see that all of these marginalized people when they're fighting for their rights it's like part of it. We saw it at Stonewall. Mm-hmm. There was riots there. We saw the race riots all throughout, like the '60s, all like in, in, all sorts yeah, of. And not in to just, I want to quickly mention, say, I wasn't. Like, yeah, I, I just want to quickly say that I wasn't saying um, it's upsetting to see like what's happening and, and the damage that's being caused. I, I'm saying that more as like people that are just doing that for the the hell of it and not people that are doing it like for this this cause. This is extremely fucked up. People are mm-hmm. able to, to react and should react in the ways that they feel necessary. Like, mm-hmm. no, I am in full support of, of that. I just want to make sure that's uh, clear. Of course. Yes. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, no. obvious to me, but just yes, yeah, yeah. of course. 
Um, but I've seen a lot of critique of the rioting and looting and mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm like, how do you think like these countries came to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how yeah. do you think all of this happened? And um, I just think that like people forget like everything that you have now is because like colonizers did exactly what you're critiquing now, but you're just benefiting from it. Anyways, I could go on and on about that. Yes. The point here is this. There is a serious problem. We have a serious problem. And it's not like it's anything new. It's mm -hmm. just being mm -hmm. amplified because people have a phone in their hand all the time now. And people are and with the, you know, with social media, you can actually post things that you see. And like we saw also mm -hmm. last week, the bird watcher and the woman in New York called the police yes. because he asked her to leash his dog. And I think people are just fed up and i think especially now that like black people have been saying this for decades about their experience but it's like now it's getting filmed and it's in your hands every day mm -hmm. and so i think white people are actually like oh my god and you're like yeah <laughs> this has been happening so i just think it's our responsibility for me as a white what like i'm i'm biracial technically mm -hmm. but as someone who looks white and and has the privilege of looking white and all all that that's yeah. wrapped up in that um and you as like a white male mm -hmm. even though we both have our own marginalizations i yeah, guess yeah, yeah, within yeah. us it's our responsibility to do something here and you actually shared a video on twitter mm -hmm. from um the cnn correspondent yeah, Chris is he the Cuomo. brother of the governor? Right? Yeah, he is. Andrew Chris Cuomo. Cuomo I think right? he, he summarized it really well. And if you want to go mm -hmm. um, to my Twitter, like I, I retweeted, I shared it. I think it's especially important. Um, I'll call it out for white people to watch. Like, honestly, just like watch the fucking video. It clearly um, it, it summarizes this. It it, it 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 just paints such a clear picture. If you do anything, just just watch it. Um, and I, mm -hmm. I think, Jess, you said something, too, about social media, and I want to go back to this, too, because I think one thing that's bothered me a lot through this and something mm -hmm. that I even said before we started recording, it's like, like, why, like, no one wants to hear my fucking voice in this. I, I, what am I going to preach to people? Like, I, I need to be, like, in a supportive role. I need to be an ally. Um, mm -hmm. And I think... Uh, what's driving me nuts is, is so many people just like sharing um a fucking graphic and I, again i tweeted about this but people are just like sharing a graphic about like oh like black lives matter blah 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 and then yeah and then they're like posting pictures of their fucking workout or their their mm -hmm. their snacks that they're they're making it's like fucking come on like what are you doing like it's like yeah. you're posting it and checking off a box. It's it's like when Pride Month comes along, not that I'm like deterring to that, but like when Pride Month comes along and everyone fucking puts a, a rainbow flag filter over their filter. Mm -hmm. Like what else are you doing? It makes me exactly. so angry. Yeah. Um, but so I think this is just like a a great opportunity um, to, to, to learn how to, to do more. Is that learning mm -hmm. to be a better ally? Mm -hmm. Is that standing up when you fucking see racism? calling it out um is it if you're out there um in a city that has a protest is it if you are white is it getting between 
um, uh, you know, people of color and in the police officers, because there's a much lower chance that you're going to be fucking arrested or attacked mm-hmm. or murdered mm-hmm. um, than, than there. So I don't know. I, I, I just, mm-hmm. I think the important thing is if, if you are um, in a place of privilege to, to, really really think hard about what you can can do and, and on that note jess you actually did share something um mm-hmm. that i thought was really good um are you yeah mm-hmm. about some ways that that people can um mm-hmm. help and, and be of use um do you do you have those like I, I i think it's so important i do i do and that was something i was kind of scouring the internet because and I'm I'm a bit divided on the social media posting because I actually do think that's part of it. Like it because and, it is, and but you have to do more because, after though too. You can't just share. It oh, and of course, like, yes. Did my like part. it's so insincere, but at this point, it's like if you're not even doing that, like you're you're part of the problem here. Like if it, and the thing is, I've talked to people who are like, I'm worried about my image if I post something like this, and I'm like. Oh, I get it. You're more devoted to your image than to justice. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what that comes down to. So if it's like, I don't want to post something because, or I want to do more, but like at the bare, at the bare minimum, and I don't, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but there have been times where like indigenous issues have come up in the news and I see I really take note in my own social networks and circles of like the people that actually first, first and foremost, reach out to me or my family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and post something because I'm like, people are worried about looking too quote unquote radical or whatever it may be. But I'm like, that must be nice that you don't have to worry about anything. Like I worry every time my, my, you know, my brother gets pulled over or something like it's just it's a completely different reality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but I was looking through the Internet and I really believe in like. We should be listening to black voices now, like right. yes. as opposed to not as opposed to, but these are the people that are living this experience. Yes. And so I really believe that when these people tell us something, you believe them. And when they ask you to do something on their behalf, you should do it too. So I found this this thread. Um, the girl's name is Morel Charper or Sharper. I'm, I'm probably butchering her name. Unfortunately, I don't know her personally, but she's created this sort of 10 steps to non-optical allyship. And I think that's what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first step is understanding what optical allyship is, and that's allyship that only serves at the surface level to platform the ally. So you're yeah. like, oh, look at me. I'm so like on the right side of this and blah, blah, blah. Um, and they make a statement, but it doesn't go beyond that. And it's not actually aimed at breaking away from the systems of power that oppress. Like, it's just like, this is trendy right now. I don't want to not post something because that might look worse. And again, it's all like wrapped up in your image as opposed to like doing the right thing. So that's, I guess that's maybe what some I was people getting at earlier think too. Like that. If, if you, yeah. sure, if you don't post something, if you don't want to, because I think some of the stuff that people are posting is like, cringy but then like just fucking do something though you have to still mm-hmm. act in some way so sorry mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Certainly. Step two. And this, I've retweeted it from my um, Twitter account. So if you'd like to follow me at Trey Posh, it's there. More importantly, you can follow um, the activist. Again, her name is Morel Sharper, M-I-R-E-I-L-L-E-C-H-R-P-E-R. Um, okay, so step two is check in on your Black friends, family, partners, loved ones, and colleagues. This is an emotional and traumatic time for the community, and checking in means more than you can imagine. Ask how you can provide support. So I have a lot of Black friends, mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and I reached out to basically everyone over the past couple of days, and these people are really suffering right now is what I can tell you. Like. Again, I don't want to make this about me or what I've done, but I can tell you these people are upset. And this is, again, like bare minimum sort of thing that you should be doing. Um, Number three, be prepared to do the work. So understand that coming to terms with your own privilege will not be a pretty or fun experience. It is necessarily to feel feelings of guilt, shame, and anger throughout the process, um, which is... You know, I think when I first started getting into kind of anti-racial work, I was like, I know all about this because I've seen, you know, my family be racialized my whole life and I've had my own fair share of racism and this and that. But then I'm like, oh, right. I actually look white. So I actually have a wildly different experience than like my brother, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for example. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and just to add to this point, too, um, I was talking about this yesterday with someone. I'm going to call out the white, uh, the white uh, gays. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah. I think um, I think so many, uh, I'll, I'll say us, I think so many of us, like, are like, oh, like, yeah, we've, we've dealt with discrimination in this and that. And sure, we, we have some of us far more than, mm-hmm. than others. Um, but like, it's you can you can quote unquote hide it you like you you Mm -hmm. you don't like it's it's not Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. summarized it quite well a a few minutes ago but i think that's a very important thing like just because you've been um discriminated against in the past like doesn't mean that you kind of get a checkbox it's like oh no I, i get it i don't need to to help or support like i feel like people that have that experience or have been exposed to that should you know be more yeah. aware of this and know how to, to, to deal with this and, and want to help out more because you have a, a yes. taste of how it could feel. So exactly. It, and you know what? Thank you for calling that out because I don't know if it's my place to call those people out, but obviously as a um, yeah. big supporter of the, the, the gay community, of the Toronto gay community, <laughs> as you can call it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's sad to see because a lot of gay people understand what it is to be oppressed and discriminated against. So it's like, don't you understand that this is part of it? And what about the black people in your community? Like, how are you supporting them? That's kind of like a double whammy. You know what I mean? Like, and we've seen this time and time again, and like, you know, black trans people being murdered it's a thing too it's Mm -hmm. it's a thing Mm -hmm. um and yeah there there's it's like i know that you're you're gay like not you but like 
gay men, whoever, white gay men, like you're still a white man. (laughs) Don't forget that. You still have a huge responsibility. Yes. Mm -hmm. As do I. Mm -hmm. As do I. Even if I didn't look as white as I do and I looked more indigenous, um, it's still my responsibility. It's like if you've been oppressed, you know what it's like. Do your part. And because – and you know what? When I watched that video from – is it Chris Cuomo? Cuomo, What's his name? Yeah. Um, He said, like, the minority cannot do this. It's up to the majority to do this because they've been doing it and we're still where we are. So it's actually on all the rest of us to make this change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyways, I have done – I have – in all the things that I have done over the past few years for anti-racial work, I've realized I've made a lot of mistakes in the past that are racist. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh God, like I didn't even realize knowingly or unknowingly that this was wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a tough pill to swallow, let me tell you, but it is like a fraction. It is marginal compared to what people of color go through every single day. So like, this is what we have to do. And it's like a lifelong practice. It's like you can't, you can't just do this. Read one article, po- make one post, and it's over. We have a lot of work to do. So, like, buckle the fuck up. Yeah. Um, number four, read up on anti-racist works. So it is not enough to dislike racism. You need to work towards anti-racism. So you need to be actively doing stuff. It can't be passive. It has to be active. Now is the time. A lot of people are fucking making bread or whatever else in quarantine. It's also a great time for you to do your homework. Um, the assen- the following is essential for your learning. Me and White Supremacy by Layla Sayad. She is a visionary. She is incredible. I encourage everybody to follow her on Instagram and to purchase the Me and White Supremacy book. It's like an interactive journey and it really will change your whole life like if you want to change your life and you want to do this read this book for anybody that looks white it's hands down um and then this other book how to be anti-racist by ibram x kendi and again i've linked all of this on my twitter account so if people are interested you can go there at trey posh yeah let's do it. let's retweet mm-hmm. it through uh at now serving pc as well so if you follow either do that. Yes. Um, actually, I'll even share it on my account because I want to see. Um, I well, one I wanted to to read this. I want to listen to this. I it, it's so mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And on it and like it just it's it's so important. But like, why the fuck not? Like, what excuse do you have? To, like, did not do yes this. <laughs> like, yes. I think that's what I'm processing in my mind. Like, I know everyone's busy. I know everyone has stuff to do, even in quarantine. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you can you can listen to audiobooks you can instead yeah. of watching the fucking office for the 17th time like fucking yes. watch something else like fucking engage in a conversation i don't know yes it's not yes. it's yes put in the work but it's not yeah it's it, it's so accessible <laughs> like it's it's, not... it's so accessible and these activists have worked tirelessly to make all of this so accessible mm-hmm. if you go and follow rachel cargill on instagram and twitter she's pooled all of these resources activists you can donate to organizations you can donate to like they really have made it foolproof to the point you literally just have to click your finger five times and you will have you it will change your life like just make the donation do this, do this. Like I have to give a shout out to our friend 
Denny. Yes. Because he yeah. was posting some really great content and he's a white gay man. Mm-hmm. And he and I know he's he's like we're not like none of us are rich. I'm not saying Denny's poor by yeah. any means, but he was like if I can figure this out, so can you. Like and he's like on the front lines like working every day still. He's one of the people still going into work and like you know what I mean? So I'm just like, if Denny can figure this all out admit, admit, amidst this whole pandemic, so can everyone else. Like, before you reach for another White Claw or whatever, like, $20 from 100 people is a lot of money. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so anyways, number five, <laughs> avoid sharing content, which is traumatic. Whatever your intentions, it's vital to consider sharing videos of black people being abused and hurt. It can be traumatic and triggering for many black people. Avoid sharing this content as it increases also to the dehumanization of black people. It Again, just reinforces, like, it becomes, if you see this too often, it, you're, like, desensitized to yes, it yes, as a white yeah, person. Yeah. And as a black person, it's highly traumatic, right? So, like, I will not – when that video of the, the man who got shot, Ahmad, was was being circulated, I was like, I'm not watching this, and I'm certainly not sharing this. No, like, no, no. this poor – this – anyways. Six, donate to funds and support initiatives. Very, very easy. Consider supporting supporting platforms and initiatives which support black people, such as – the Minnesota Freedom Fund, support mm-hmm, Black-owned mm-hmm. funding platforms like Kawanda, and sign petitions. Put your money where your end pen, where your mouth is. So it's like even if you don't have the resources to donate, you can still certainly sign petitions. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. like not to go fully off track here too. Like, yes, mm-hmm. there's all these funds um, and, 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 and charities you can donate to, resources. Um, but even like doing other things like if and i know this sounds freaking bizarre but like if you're ordering food or if you're buying something online like are you supporting a a black business like i think now Mm -hmm. more than ever that's important Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of the funds that they're making a lot of the profits that these businesses are making are going to uh resources where you know, it's mm-hmm. going to help people. So, or even supporting other businesses that are known to, to, to help out too, I guess is what I could say Certainly. here as well. But I think it's that's like, be a conscious cool. consumer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Definitely. And it's not just like today because this is happening right now and things are on fire and cruisers are on fire and whatever else. It's like every day for the rest of your life, when you have the choice of supporting a minority business or not support the minority one hands down like that's it just do it and again there are so many activists online and resources that are like here are black businesses you can support here are indigenous businesses you could support here's a gay community you could support like and sorry but th- those are the ones i'm going to support before i before i don't you yeah, know yeah. and i think one thing i i talked to someone about this freak this is like a month ago time is just like standing mm-hmm. so but like um it's blowing by actually um, I talked to someone about this and it was like, okay, well, if you're doing that, then like, what about all the other businesses? Like if like, it takes so much time to like figure these places out and, and find them, sure, maybe initially, but by default, like you're always going to be supporting like the, the mainstream businesses. Like there's, there's always going yes. to be things. You're always going to have mm-hmm. to like get 
some supplies at Walmart or, yeah. you know, the, the, the you're major You're always going to buy a chain. Starbucks. Yes, yes like exactly. you're always yeah. going to do that. It's not like you're exclusively mm. just doing this, but like whenever you can, I think is the, the, the key thing because it goes such a, a long way. So, yes. Um, which I would just like to say when you do that, it's not necessary for you to post about it online. Like I just, I have a real problem with people doing acts of charity and posting about it online. You know, we've talked about this before where people film themselves like donating to homeless people and stuff. It's like, I just, these people, these are human beings and they have some dignity where like, I know a lot of people have been posting their like receipts of like posting to these funds for the the protesters and whatnot which i'm like that's fine like i think this is important to show your support in a way but at the same time i'm like you don't need to be like hi i'm just out and about supporting another black business like it's not about you which is actually brings me to number seven do not center this narrative around yourself while it's nice that you can relate and empathize now is not the time to insert your personal experiences into a narrative that isn't about you it's actually harmful and takes away from the severity of the situation leave your ego at home just do the right thing just do it without even making a thing about it you know yeah yeah all right we're almost through these steps number eight keep supporting after the outrage which i think is the most important piece here and which i think is your whole thing too you've you've been vocal about this like what do you do after the tweet is sent? What do you do after the post is made? Like there has to be continuous, like follow up and action. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, I think too, like I don't know about you, Jess, but like even through this pandemic, so many of our habits have mm-hmm. shifted. And I think, I mean, I give the example of like Amazon. I think everyone goes to Walmart or you go to Amazon to get you know most of your daily shit that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like I think a lot of people have been a bit more uh, mindful and maybe like cautious of where they're ordering from. I think a lot of people have been supporting smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. So really like, yeah, keep doing that, but take it just a little step further and figuring out, okay, like who owns these businesses? Like who out of these small businesses now um, needs the most support? So it's not like a huge shift in, in the way you're doing things. Just, just be more more mindful. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and in within this little step that she's that she shared, she says, it should not take an act of brutality or the virality of a situation for you to suddenly show your support. Keep supporting black media, black initiatives, charitable organizations, and continuing your work after the attention has died down. Because I think that's actually where the change happens. It's not like, it's kind of like, when people near like January 1st, everyone goes on a diet and everyone's working out, but it's like, you can't just work out in January if you want to change your life. Like you have to be uncomfortable in July still, you know what I mean? And like, not that that's any kind of comparison, but like this needs to be happening constantly forever. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm I think one thing with that too, though, Um, and again, I want to stress again, like, I think oftentimes, like, when I hear things like this, I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is a lot of work. And yes, it is. But I do want to stress that point about how accessible it is, though. Like, it's not like, 
It mm-hmm. not like this has to be some massive like life altering thing. And people, I think that's mm-hmm. how people process this for some fucked up reason. But like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be life altering. You can make adjustments in your day. You can make time to learn about this. You can make you can adjust your spending fucking habits. You can adjust who you're supporting. It it, it can it can be gradual. Uh, the, the changes that need to mm-hmm. be made need to be like quick mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and dramatic. But like mm-hmm. fuck like. Yes. And I feel like at minimum, it's like following and at the end of this, um, this kind of like 10 step thing that she's posted, she's put like, here are some good accounts for you to follow to get started, which I'm like, this is what people need, because I think a lot of people want to do something, but they don't know what. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so these are like actual tangible things that you can do. And then for me, it really was like following these people because you're scrolling Instagram every day anyways, or, you know, whatever social feed you're scrolling. And it's like, and, and one of the activists, like she has, she's posted like, this takes a lot of my own time to, to collect these resources. I'm doing it free of charge for people. If you want to support me, here's my Venmo or whatever. And I was like, oh, so I just set up like a recurring thing because I feel like if I am paying for a subscription to Netflix or paying for a subscription to Apple Music or whatever else for like information and media, I should be paying for a subscription to this person too because she's constantly putting out information. I was like, there's no difference and you can choose how much you want to spend. So it's just part of my budget now. Like it's just there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay for this. Somebody did the work to do this. Like I can't, you know, and it's just like things like that. Not that I'm an example by any means. It's just, for maybe somebody else could do that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, equally as important, number nine, stop supporting organizations that promote hate. If you read pieces on media platforms that promote hate or fund supremacist and hateful organizations, you are contributing to the problem. Equally, stop supporting organizations that love black culture but fail to speak up on issues affecting the black community. And quite honestly, I'm looking at you, Kardashians, like those girls appropriate like it's and they even have changed their bodies to look more like women of color have bodies like them and not white women. And it's like before you pay for another injectable, like maybe you could put that towards something (laughs) a little more constructive. That's just my own personal opinion. Chris. Yeah, I'm I'm coming for you, Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number ten, start your long term strategy. So, how are you making a long term impact or affecting change? Can you mentor a young person? Can you become a trustee for an organization that supports the Black community? Could you offer your time to volunteer? Make the effort to do something valuable over a long term period. Mm-hmm. I think the the whole point here is like you have to do lots of different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she goes on to list further readings. Um, no Way Saviors is a great account. Rachel Cargill, Check Your Privilege is another account. Rachel Ricketts is a great account. The Great Unlearn and a couple of others. So those are, nobody should have any excuses. Any of our followers now have zero excuses. Um, it's time to get to work. Yes. And again, this isn't about Chris or I. This isn't about mm-hmm. any of that. This is the right thing to do. Enough is enough. And quite honestly, if you're doing nothing, you're part of the problem. You're compliant as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. No, I obviously completely agree. And yeah, just to stress again, like this obviously is not about us. This is like, we, you can't not talk about this. And how can we use this platform to kind of like help in any way? And I think just these resources that you've shared are extremely um, mm-hmm. useful because I think a lot of people are like, okay, like how, how do I start? Like, how do I, how, how do I, how do I quote unquote do this? Which I know sounds just so fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I look at, we'll call it like, I call it the fucking boomers. Like, I think mm-hmm. some of them are like, okay, I like this. Like I, I need, I know I need to do, do better, but like, h- how do I fucking do that? So you mm-hmm. do have to lay it out step by step. Um, mm-hmm. I think these are incredible resources and, um, yeah, I'll retweet them too. Um, but then as I even said on Twitter, what, what are we doing after the retweet? Um, I will yeah. definitely be processing all of this. Um, I like, I know you have already Jess, but, um, like, yeah, we've got to do something. This is just, it's, so it's like, there are no excuses anymore. No, this has no. gone on for far too long. Yeah. yeah. And like, is it Chris Cuomo? Yeah, Why do yeah. I keep forgetting his name? <laughs> he, like he said, the min- the minority cannot do this without the majority. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Like so, let's honor these people and do the right thing. There are no excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any excuses. And if anybody wants to talk to me, if anybody has a problem about what I've said, like please <laughs> contact me. Yeah. Um. Enough is enough. Yeah. Like yeah. enough is enough, and I don't care if if you think i'm radical or whatever this is this isn't about us this Mm -hmm, is about mm -hmm. something much bigger than us and it would we have to talk about this yes all the time yes and i think with that too like if if anyone has feedback for us too on how we Mm -hmm. we are addressing this or talking about it like I know I, I will be very clear, I know I have a lot of work to do in terms of like learning and and, and how to talk about things like this. So um, please, any feedback you have, if you feel there's anything, um, you know, we could do to to help out. um, Mm -hmm. I want to know. I don't know. Definitely. And again, Chris and I are not, I am sharing this from a black activist. This is not my... I, I didn't put this together, so I, I don't want to claim any yeah, yeah, yeah. any of this. Um, but I just, I cannot stress this enough. This is the important. And I mean, if you have time to make bread and you have time to grow a vegetable garden and you have time to learn to do the splits and all these things in quarantine, then you certainly have time for this. Do people even like sourdough bread? Why the fuck is everyone making sourdough bread? I love sourdough okay, bread. Fine. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> I will. Jeez. Um, and I also just encourage people, like, a lot of gifting and stuff that happens. Like, that's a great opportunity to support this cause. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's another thing to, to think about. I'm sadly, I sadly think this is these demonstrations are going to go on for a a while and rightfully so i just i worry for the safety of these protesters because the police are so corrupt and evil Mm -hmm. there yeah no i agree (laughs) again these are my words not chris's no 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 well i i I don't disagree with what you're saying Mm -hmm. i think that um I think as much as I think I even said possibly in the last podcast, I'm like, try to 
stay off social media um, mm-hmm. because you can drive yourself crazy with it. But I think maybe to adjust that statement, um, be mindful of what accounts or who you're following on, mm-hmm. on, on social media. And you touched on this a few minutes ago, Jess. Um, there, there are so many peaceful protests, but if you turn on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, if you're that fucked to even watch that channel, like it, it, it looks like America is literally a war zone. And, and sure, I know a lot of cities look like that right now, but like there's so many peaceful protests. There is like good coming out of this. Like, um, there was a video earlier today where there were like cops that like just fully like disarmed and then they started marching with the protesters. They're like there is some good out of this. And I'm not saying like, that's a whole other thing to to talk about, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. there is some good coming out of this. Like look at some of the stuff that people are doing. Look at what um, some of the people that are out there protesting right now are posting to get like an actual view of, uh, uh, of what's going on. Not just what's kind of like uh, made popular by, by the media Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I just have one more thing to add because a few years ago when Black Lives Matter really began, not Mm -hmm. that protesting black rights has ever, is not new, but the Black Lives Matter organization and it was really critiqued and I don't think it was overall well received, but I have to say these past few days, I've seen so many companies and brands um align with this i was like what i was just shocked to see this happen like i even saw netflix sent out a tweet saying like this is so wrong what happened to george floyd is so wrong um black lives matter and we have a platform and we are committed to doing the right thing here and like using our platform Mm -hmm, to support mm -hmm. this and i was like what like i know it's netflix and they're more progressive and this and that but like i just I was shocked. Like you wouldn't have, you didn't see this four years ago when this, when this first became. I agree, Jess, but I, I, I think brands have got to be careful with this stuff too. And I mean this in like, Mm -hmm. who the fuck came up with it? Like, was this an all white PR slash comms team coming up with something over the weekend to to Mm -hmm. remain relevant or, Mm -hmm. or trendy or or like Mm -hmm. they've got to deliver on this now. You can't just like say shit like that and then not pull. Exactly. I mean, we'll see how, how this plays out in a few months. But I agree. I think it's awesome that, that brands are now, like, getting mm-hmm. behind this. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, yeah. I agree. It, you do it the right way. It's like, great, show me your initiatives that you have yeah. created at your company. To It's, like, not enough for your comms team to write an address on your behalf if you're the CEO or to send out a tweet or whatever it may be. It's like, it takes a lot more than that. And you're right. If you are sending this from an all white comms team, then you have a problem. You have a big problem. So anyways, I know I do agree. I think overall it's awesome. Like the, the more, um, the more exposure, um, yes, uh, this can get the, the, the better. So, yeah, exactly. Great. I'm <sighs> glad we're on the same page about this. Yes. Um, of course. Listen, just a reminder. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, about the branding part, <laughs> not about the racism. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's uh, 
we're going to continue to talk about this. I think it's yes. really important. We've always talked about this. I've shared a lot of my own thoughts and just my experiences being indigenous. Um, and you've shared your some of your own things from the gay community and whatnot. But this is important, too. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about this. It's, we have to. It's on us. Definitely. Um, but I think we're going to take a quick break. And I think we're going to discuss some... I mean, life is otherwise v the same since being in quarantine. But we'll we'll just have a we'll have a, yeah. we'll have a quick break and come back and talk about this. Awesome. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. All right, Jess, before we get into the next topic, though, we've got to do the celebrity quiz. We do this every I know, I know. Oh. We can't, we can't not do it. We can't not do it. Okay. So as I do every week. Tell me. Okay, or almost every week, whenever we fuck we record. Um, do three hints, um, and then uh, at the end of the podcast, you can ask three questions with these hints, and then make three guesses on who mm-hmm. the celebrity is. So, this person has a connection to Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven? Yeah. The dog or the composer? You can ask that question after. Um, they had a talk show and they have uh, been a part of TVs, movies, and video games in some okay. way. Yeah. TVs, TV, movies, and video games? Yeah. They're connected to all three? Yeah, connected to all okay. three. Yeah. Okay. And then talk show and connected to Beethoven somehow. How fucked up is that? I'm going to get in trouble. I've said fuck so many fucking times through this podcast. By your mom. Hi, Christine. Yeah, or your mom. And too, my mom, Kath too. Hi, hi, Kath Chat. Yeah. Sorry, can you repeat the third... Yeah, the, the third... Um, Hint one yeah, more so time, they, please. They have, uh, I guess, they've been in TVs, movies, and video games, kind of. Okay, and they're connected to Beethoven. Did I miss a hint? They have a. a, a they had a talk show. They had a talk show. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So think okay. about that. But as you're uh-huh. thinking about that, let's talk about how quarantine is going. Because so much has changed. H- how many days has this been for you, Jess? Like, you've, you've been doing this a little longer than me. Yeah, I'm on day 86 today. So Holy shit. It's just, I mean, is it any different than day 60? No. Or yeah. 25? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different season now. It was winter when this started. And, well, it's summer now. That's all. What? But So, I mean... For me, I guess I feel like this is kind of just like, this is normal now. This is how we live our life. Mm -hmm. What about the, like, 
I don't know, like, are you seeing friends? Are you seeing, I know you, you live with, uh, with some family, but are you seeing people outside of your household? Like, what's the deal? I've gone on a couple social distance walks okay, with some friends yeah. um, and had like a picnic sort of thing. Not at Trinity Bellwoods that day. <laughs> if all the Canadians are, all the Ontarians are so familiar with this display at Trinity Bellwoods where it was just like 10,000 people in the park and blah, blah, blah. It was really controversial, whatever. Um, but no, we went to the park, had a nice like social distance hangout. It's weird to see people and not hug them when you yes. normally would. I'm all for um, it. I actually yeah. love it so much. Yeah. Like well, not you to would. shake hands or what? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I love it. It's, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, that's good for you. I, on the other, well, you know what? The thing is, I was having a really good heart to heart with a friend and he cried and I was oh. like, oh. And I really wanted to hug him because he's really suffering right now. And I was like, oh, my God, I just and I was like, should I break all the rules and hug him? And then I was like, I can't. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forgive myself if I gave him the virus. Like, what if I was a carrier, you know? Yeah. Um, or, or what if yeah, he had it and then you, you bring it back to 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 your exactly your my family. little people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I know it's just it's a lot of like. Uh, putting other people first mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy it's like less about me and other people but <laughs> it's such a challenge <laughs> i know but like you know where most people are like i don't want to get sick and i'm like i don't but i think no. it more so i'm like i am horrified and terrified that i would give it to one of the girls my yes. tiny landlords yes. you know yeah yeah so i get really nervous about that but anyways i feel you yeah, mm-hmm. well, and well, not in that sense because I live alone. But also, too, I'm just yeah. like, I, I had this fear of like, okay, well, if I get it, then I am alone. Like, what does that mean? But also, too, like, I want to be in a place where, like, what if I do go and and visit my family in a, in a week mm-hmm. or so? Like, am I safe? Like, do I feel comfortable? Like, bringing myself there? Like, am I bringing something to to them? So, yeah, yeah, and also too, I like, know. I don't just I, I think. We're all so fucking over it. Oh, see, I swear again, this is this is this is a mood. This podcast, um, but I'm over it. Like, I just want, I want to go back to quote unquote normal or, or find out what the new normal is. <laughs> and so I'm just mm-hmm. like, please, like everyone, just like mm-hmm. just keep your distance still. Um, and I feel like in this really weird way, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm doing it, then like maybe others will do it as well. Or they'll mm-hmm. like realize that like it's it's not time to 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 let go of everything and just act like things are normal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's really hard because it feels like we've been doing this for so long, but yeah, it's. But you yeah. you called something out earlier that I thought was really important before we started mm-hmm. recording. Like there's mm-hmm. there's people that like this this is normal like people that have yeah. been sick or have had to stay at home recovering from surgery people that are in the hospital people like uh maybe that um yeah like they can't, they can't move around for whatever reason like so there are people that live this all the time so <sighs> yeah small price to pay. it is it is and they're like and yeah exactly and i just think that out of respect for like anytime that I'm like, Oh, when will this be over? And this is so unfair. And I just want to see my friends and go out and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like 
check yourself, girl. There are a lot of people who are doing really dangerous work right now. People yeah. and just a lot of are people who are working who wish they could be at home. And it's just, I really have to. I'm like, okay, that's right. I'm actually really lucky to be safe at home. So well, again, like the that's privilege all I just people to work about. from home. Yes, to, one to work, and two to be able to work from home. It's insane. Um, and on that note, so I, <laughs> I found out, uh, about a week ago, um, I'll actually be working from home permanently. So even when there's a, a vaccine, even when things go to whatever the new normal is, uh, I, th- I am now working from home, uh, forever. I still can't oh. process this. It's so crazy. Yeah. Jess. I know. I saw that I saw that announcement come out and I was like, oh boy. Yeah. But you know what? I can't say that I'm surprised um, because I think that companies like yours and some of the other big tech companies are really like the leaders of like the workplace. You know, they like you think about Google and all these other companies that really were challenged the the traditional sort of cubicle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. setup and and provided all these perks and this and that and really changed the way that people interact at their office and the experience that they have and I'm not surpri- I'm not surprised to see that yeah, yeah. of course the company like yours is leading the way with something new and innovative um I just think it like I just you guys seem to have such a cool culture. I'm just curious as how you're going to create that offline, you know, like, or online, I mean, and like out of office. Well, I think like, and obviously I'm saying this like from, from my perspective and Mm -hmm. the reason I always like kind of put the disclaimer before, because I think there's so many like tech blogs out there that will like, I don't know, go sifting through like information like pull out little sound bites or tweets or whatever from whoever knows but like Mm -hmm. i'm sure it wouldn't come to to me but like um yeah like i I work at at shopify and we're going like fully um digital by default is is what kind of the 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 phrase that we're using um so like the the offices that we'll be in will be like they're they're hubs no one will have a, a desk there like our home bases will be in our our homes um, I think we're still kind of in the process of like figuring out like who will go into the offices, like when, um, and, and what that will look like, but it's not like those are permanent working spaces for, uh, for, for, for most employees. Um, so it's a huge shift, but yeah, like mm-hmm. it, it's crazy because I think, I mean, culture, like culture is the, the people, it's not the, it's not the office. It's not the, the, the perks. Although of course, like. I was so lucky. Like it was a beautiful office where we had like food all the time. There was snacks, like there's coffee, like there's everything you could mm-hmm. ever want. And of course it's exciting. That's like, that's such an incredible thing, but I do really believe like we're going to do all we can to like, what does that look like from home? And like you yeah. called out Jess, um, I think kind of our, the exciting thing around this right now is that, okay, like, we can become a leader in this like we can kind of define like what does this like new era uh without being too dramatic but what does this new era of like working look like like we could really define it and 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 have you know others uh follow that so 
it'll be interesting to see. I think the biggest thing for me is like I'm I'm a social person. I love being around people. Initially, and this is just me. Initially, I was super upset, and I, I still think I am sad now. But I have to keep reminding myself. I went from being in like the the, the coolest office with like all these perks to being in the mm-hmm. worst version of of working from home. Everyone that's working from home now is in the worst version, but you can't go out, you can't see your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you were rushed to kind of like mm-hmm. set up your, 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 your environment. Yeah. There's going to be a, a much better version of working from home and it's going to keep getting Agreed. better every day, every day. So, well, what, yeah. and I, I think you and I were kind of saying, because although I think there will be a date, I don't know when that I will go back to the office or some version of it. Um, it's not happening anytime soon. I'd yeah, say within yeah. the next two years. Oh, but really? If, yeah. You don't think you'll go like, back to your office in, for the next two years? I don't think so. Wow. I just can't see it happening. And I just, because there are so many risks, well, especially for someone like me who has to take public transit to work, mm-hmm. like even that, I think just based on things I've read and I'm not saying for my company specifically, but I'm just say, saying based on things I've read about companies downtown Toronto or any big metropolis it's like how do you they're unwilling to put their people if you can't drive in like they're unwilling to put their people on the subway to come into work what if there's a vaccine you know what, I mean? what if when like, you could work from home yeah what if this December it's like oh, a vaccine has we found one and we can give it to everyone within the next month I know that's yeah unlikely but maybe I don't know maybe um, however, I think that we've also proven that people can work remotely and it's just as effective. Of course, people who are uh, caring for children right now and, and putting their kids through school and also working, that's really challenging. But I think yeah. if once you put the kids back in school or there's some kind of child care situation that's figured out, um, I think most people can really effectively work from home. Yeah. Like if you're on a computer all day. Um, but even you and I were like, does this mean when this is all over, we can like rent an Airbnb in the Caribbean for a month and work from there? You could. Why can't you? I fully plan on doing yeah, stuff like that. Same. Same. And Jess, I have to say well, two quick things. One, um, I'm glad you called out uh, the, the parents that have their kids at home right now. And again, mm-hmm. because we're going from what is like the worst version of working from home and not to say that working from home with kids is, is terrible, but like parents, like, Holy fuck. I don't know how the hell you do it. Like you need a break at some point. <laughs> like yeah, props to you. Yeah. A lot. So much yeah. respect. Um, yeah. but two, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I, as a kid, I had this weird thing. I was like, it would be so cool to like have a job where you could work from wherever. Um, and like still connect with people like I, I literally envisioned what i have now um but then when it came to it i'm like fuck like I, I miss people i want to be in an office but at the same time i'm kind of excited like what possibilities does this open up just like you said like could we go work from someplace warm because as i've said several times in this podcast i hate winter yes um yes. can i do that now can we do that let's do that <laughs> yeah exactly Exactly. Caribbean um, HQ. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I like it. 
it could be fun but then at least you could do like travel in between but i mean who knows when you're going to be able to travel yes. right so yes, yes. i'm sure you're right you raise a really great point that we're working in the worst version of working from home right now um because i think i'd be okay with working from home if i could still see my friends in the evenings yeah. and weekends yeah you know or have the option of going into the office every now and then just for like a meeting because there are times that you really need to be face to face with someone like if you have to fire someone for example i think that should be face to face just yeah. me but whatever but then do anyway. people fear it's like oh i have to go into the office <laughs> like shit. yeah yeah. It's like, do it over. Yeah. Them, I beg you. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of, so seeing friends, what about dates? Because this is a whole other thing now, too. Like, we've been in, in quarantine for three months. Um, again, you've been mm-hmm. doing this a, a little bit longer than, than I have. But, like, like, I was like, oh, this this will be maybe a month and a bit, um, which is foolish of me to, 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 to think about initially. But... Like, I don't know. I feel like going on yeah. a date. Can I do that? What are you... Like, are you going on dates? I, I'm not doing this fucking digital dating thing. I think that's... No. But... <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going on sick? dates. No, I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm... Go- like, I've gone on a social distance hangout. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, like walks. Okay. Sort okay. of thing. A walk with a friend who care for a lot a walk to remember (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) i'm like how romantic load up on the purell the masks (laughs) the pool noodle to keep you six feet away from me um it's really i don't know listen i was talking to another friend and he was like oh have you heard about people who are dating the pandemic they meet online and then they actually quarantine together for a few weeks and i was like what Uh, the fuck you'd have to work with that person yeah that's a little i know that's that's a lot i know i don't see that i know in success it uh yeah I know so many couples that have broken up during the pandemic. I've also talked to a number of people who who are quarantining with their exes right now because excuse they just yeah I I know a couple people that are in this situation right now where they're like as soon as this is over I'm breaking free of this like I I hate this person. Wait, so they, (laughs) they, they 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 were broken up before the quarantine, then they went back in together. So one friend, he um, said that he's been thinking about this for a while and they were living together. And of course, it takes time, especially in Toronto, to find a place like the apartments go in a day. Um, And she was just looking for a place and then the quarantine hit. So they're still living together. And I was like, yikes. My other friend is actually... um, he's going to be serving his partner with a divorce divorce papers um and he's like i'm just waiting for this to end like i it's awful and i can't uh be with this person anymore blah 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 and i was like i can't imagine being quarantined in a in a toronto condo with someone that i'm about to divorce (laughs) like it really (laughs) it's really fucked up anyways i've heard i i know more people well, actually, no, I don't have any stats on this, but I know of a few people that have broken up 
uh, during quarantine. But I know of, I can think of one couple that I know. I'm so happy for them. This has actually brought them closer together. And Aww. my thought is if you can quarantine with someone and make it work, and if you're happy, like, you should marry that person. Like, if you can work in the same quarters, if you can live with someone, like, nonstop for that long, um, like, I don't know. I think that's, like, a, a huge sign of uh, maybe things to come and that you could be, do really well together. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean, do it after a date. Don't be go on a date and be like, let's live together for a month and see how it goes. But like, That's what people are doing. And no. I was like, are you kidding? I just can't imagine working with someone. That's what I can't imagine. I can do the hangouts. I think the sleepovers, like the cooking. But it's like, I can't imagine taking a call in from someone that I don't know. Hold what? on. The, the sleepovers, the cooking, like... Uh, what do you mean now like you would have a sleepover or cook with someone now that you just met on like what about like i'm just trying to think if i was that insane to do that in the first place i'm like okay i think i'd be able to handle that because you know when you first start seeing someone you start spending time and you have that like first period where you're at each other's places all the time yeah yeah maybe that's just me (laughs) no i agree um and you're like, okay, this is so fun. Or you like do weekends or whatever. Like, okay, I could see that. But like, it's the working that I'm like, I, what? Mm-hmm. Even I was talking to a coworker and she was like, I have to tell you, I've discovered my husband is a mansplainer. I hear him on the phone all day and I want to fucking put my hand <laughs> through his face. I'm like, what? She's pregnant. She's pregnant. So she's just a little bit on edge right now. But she was like, I just can't believe I let him do this to me. And blah, blah, blah. And he's a mansplainer. And I was like, this is hilarious. Like, people are really getting to know their spouses even, you know? So, yeah. That's so funny. I'm just going to respectfully keep doing what I'm doing and hope that I'm not too goddamn old by the time this shit's (laughs) over for me to find someone. (laughs) But whatever. I think, like, one thing that I'm kind of thinking, and maybe it will get to this, like, I want to make sure the cases keep dropping. Mm -hmm. Um before I would do anything, but like if it's, if I know someone that's like living alone and Mm -hmm. has been like very responsible, then it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know what? Maybe how is that any different than like, I don't know. What are, I I forget where I saw this, but like you can apparently be close with like a few people, like especially if they're family, but like just be very responsible with it. I Mm -hmm. maybe at some point would consider like, meeting up with someone if they were in that situation. However, I wouldn't want to see anyone closely if they have been around other people, if they've been visiting with other friends and family. Like, I think you have to just use common sense with this. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We have yeah. to... Well, we've, we've flattened the fucking curve, but we need to, like... Let's... It's just as, gonna as, be as here we're going for a down while, the hill, let's like keep it going away. Yeah, Fuck. it's uh, oh god. Anyway, uh, again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hope for the best yes, for me yes, here because. Yes. But however, I have to say, I really miss like physical touch. Like I really miss. I would just like a man. Like I would just oh, you know, their delicious smell. Like I'm just getting to that point where I'm like, I just really miss like hot dudes 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, miss, I miss hot dudes as well. I know. I'm fine just... with the touching. I'm actually quite content. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like hugs. I don't like handshakes. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 No contact. Good yeah. Old. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's nice for you, I guess. I just, whatever. I just want to, like, I want to see the girls. I want to see Steph. I want to see Nicole. I want to see, like, you and Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. We haven't talked about Jordan at all in this episode. I know. Well, we haven't. We haven't. Hi, Jordan. He's our number one fan and my personal brand manager. Yes. How are you, yeah. Jordan? I'm trying to see. I was hoping I had that. Great. <laughs> right. You better deck the halls, bitch. I was yeah, trying to find the bitch. sound clip. I, I don't know where it is. So good. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, I guess we'll have more updates on the next episode. I'm hesitant to say next week because we haven't been able to do that. But uh, but we'll, we'll provide more updates on all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you're doing during your quarantines. I actually specifically, I'd be curious to hear about some of your dating things. Like, are, are you dating? We've talked about this mm-hmm. on the podcast before, but like, are you, have things changed since the beginning of the, the quarantine for you? Are you now seeing people? Are you going on these uh walks to remember mm-hmm. uh tell us the tell us the tea at trey posh at chris craigwin at now serving pc um let's take a break jess and then come back and sort out the celebrity quiz excellent <laughs> can't wait for that one have an idea for a topic thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz or just have some feedback for us we want to hear from you you can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. The, the energy in my voice, the, the happy music, holy fuck, what a different time. It was, yeah. it was like, oh shit, that's a different tone yeah. than what's being used right now. Holy fuck. Um, I said it again. Uh, so, Jess, the celebrity quiz, I will give you the clues again here. Then you can ask three questions, then make three guesses. Um, this person has a connection to Beethoven. Uh, they had a talk show, and they've been in TVs, movies, and video games okay they had a talk show okay are they male or female 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 they're in Beethoven um okay are we talking about the movie Beethoven or connection to Beethoven the the composer uh talking about the movie ugh I'm trying to think of who was in that movie. I feel like I haven't seen it in so long. Um, and I feel like I've only seen it. All I remember is the drooling dog, Chris. St. Bernard. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, okay. Okay, um, uh, I'm going to guess 
I, I have no idea who could have been in a video game. That's what I'm just confused about. Like, the only thing I can remember is the drooling dog. I have no idea. What do you... A talk show? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I'll give you I'll give you a free one. It's not the dog. The dog did not have a talk oh, show. Oh, great. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That would actually be amazing right now. Imagine if a dog had a talk show. I think that would just fit into this timeline so well. Uh, you know what? That would just be... 2020 is... I... Anyways. Um, Beethoven comes back from the dead and hosts a talk show. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I really... I'm I'm really at a, at a loss. I'm That's sorry. Silly. Um... Do do you want me to like? I can tell you. Yeah, I it, I don't even know who to guess. Okay, I'm trying to think who's in the movie, and I I haven't seen it in like 20 years. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's fair. And I don't know who had a talk show. Like the only talk shows I've ever watched are like Tyra Banks. Like, it's not Tyra Banks. Okay, well, great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> I, I give up. I'm sorry. God, I can't believe this. You give up? I I do. I don't know. I I don't know. Okay. Those 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 hints are too vague. Okay. Well, I'm so okay. This is all right. All right. I will. And not the dog is not a hint either. <laughs> okay. I will tell you who it is. It is uh, none other than Bonnie Hunt. Um. She's the mom. She uh, was in Cheaper by the Dozen. Um, and the reason they selected her is she posted this thing on Twitter earlier this week. Did you ever see Cheaper by the Dozen? Did you ever watch that movie? What the fuck, Chris? What? Bonnie Hunt? Yeah. Who is that? What? Is that the blonde chick? Yeah, like the, the mom. Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. Oh, her. I didn't even know that was her name. She's, Yeah. So she had a she had a talk show. She had she's had several oh. TV shows. Um, I don't know. She did voice acting for a few video games. Um, oh, but yeah, Chris, what? I don't know. And because she posted this thing on Twitter <laughs> this week, I totally thought you would get it. You would have been like, "Oh, there's Chris." What again. did she post? Was, she posted this thing. It was the cast of Cheaper by the Dozen today, like reenacting kind of like little clips from the movie that I believe is 20 years old now. It's really cute. It made my day. Uh, I retweeted it if you want to see that as well. Oh, great. Well, I can't wait. There's more important things to look at on Twitter, but it's on my my my, my timeline and I really liked it. So, yeah, I'm surprised. I, I totally thought you would have like weaseled in and, and, and got that. I don't know. No. All right. All no. right. Um, is she Helen Hunt's? Is, she, is there a relation to Helen Hunt here? Whoa! I and was she in Jumanji? Um, was she the mom in Jumanji? Siblings. I don't see Helen. Uh, Hunt. She was in Jumanji, yes, in in the '95 version. I don't mm-hmm. think she's. That's interesting. She could kind of... She kind of looks like Helen. I don't think they're related. 
Yeah. Or is it just that they're both like white blonde chicks from the 90s? Yeah. (laughs) With the same last name. Okay. Wow. Um, Okay. Great. Well, you know what? I'm not that upset about losing this round because who the fuck is (laughs) (laughs) Celebratory bomb. Congratulations, Christopher. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think this is the third time I've You don't have one. to rub it in like this. I'm sorry. It's, you know what? I'm Whatever. sorry. <laughs> All right. Listen. Listen. Yes. Mom Our cup has runneth out of tea. Yes. That's all the tea we have time for this week. We'll be back soon with another episode where we can spill more tea. Yes. Tea makes the world go round. And I think, I'm sure, there is going to be some kind of epic tea um, come out in the next week. Do you think aliens will have been here by the time we record our next podcast? Yeah, I just... I'm aliens or... Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen next? (laughs) Beethoven will come back from the dead and host a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I love those dogs. I do too. Anyways. Okay, listen. Um, Please join us for our next episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. And um, please follow our Twitter accounts. We're going to be reposting a lot of important information uh, at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, or at Now Serving PC, PC standing for podcast. Um, and we and we really appreciate everyone tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. We want to hear from you. Visit us at NowServingPodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. 